When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thank you, Vanessa. Just gone 10.33 on this Wednesday morning. My chat with Joe Yap, the new Wallaroos coach, is up on our socials if you missed it. We did it thanks to MEGT, the proud number one ticket holders supporting female tradies and their employers. Visit MEG.com. And don't forget to pick one NRL winner each week for your chance to win two and a half grand. Everyone's a winner. Go to sensurvivor.com.au. Thanks to Bryden's lawyers. As I mentioned earlier this morning, and thank you all for your texts on this, uh, our supercars coverage is back up and running here on SEN for season 2024. As of this Sunday, Aaron Noonan did a terrific job last year, but they've called me back in, folks. So I'm going to have the microphone and I'll be ready to rumble with my co-commentator, James Moffat, who is on the line. G'day, Moff. Good morning, Matty. Um, nice to be on the program with you. And I must start by saying I'm very much looking forward to calling uh, all the supercars action on SEN this year with your fine self. Yeah, it'll be lots of fun, Moff. I- I've had the pleasure of calling you for the last couple of years in Trans Am and, and there as you claim that championship. So here I've been for the last year or so shouting at your car and we'll do it together shouting at other cars. But there's a lot to talk about for the season ahead, mate. I'm really looking forward to it, as you can imagine, and getting back into pit lane and the sport that I love in particular. But what a great way to start, hey, the Bathurst 500. This time last year, we were at Newcastle and now we start 2024 at Mount Panorama. I I can imagine just from a driver's perspective... It doesn't matter whether it's the 500, whether it's the 1,000, whatever race it is at Bathurst, the 12-hour that's just gone, Bathurst is Bathurst. So you, 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 kind of, you kind of have a pep in your step, don't you? You're absolutely right. And um, you know, I, I can't really think of any better track um, in the country to start the championship off. And um, I'm sure all the drivers are absolutely keen as mustard to get up there and, and tackle the mountain um, for the second time in the Gen 3 supercars. Um, there's obviously been a, a huge off-season for all the teams. Um, a lot of technical changes up and down pit lane um, with further parity work in the off-season. And, the, you know, it's been well documented that supercars went to great efforts and, and great expenses that must be uh, must be added to to send both the Chevrolet Camaro and the Ford Mustang over to the United States and, and put them both in the Windshear um, wind tunnel facility over in Charlotte, North Carolina, and, um, you know, the, the results of that, supercars feel very confident that there's, there's aerodynamic parity between the two cars, which should be, uh, I guess it's exciting to, to know or, or hopefully um, we'll see the, the, the fruits of those um, parity testings come, come into to action over the course of the weekend at Bathurst because last year it was obviously um, the championship was, 
it was really about the parity or the lack of mm. parity between the two cars. So hopefully we can put that to bed this year and, and we're talking about, you know, good, hard, close racing between the best drivers in the countries and the best teams in the countries going battle to battle. Yeah, parity is an interesting issue, isn't it? And and this sport has been through it plenty of times and will continue to go through it because that's what the sport is. It's meant to be a parity category. Um, so I reckon put that in the back room, deal with that in the back room, Moff, and that's, what, they, that's yep. what they've done. And like you say, they've gone over to the US. But what it'll mean is the Mustangs and the Camaros will now have different aero packages this year. So when you're a driver and you jump in your car this year and it's got a different aero package, forget all the drama that's gone on with it. How long do you reckon it takes you to notice that there's a difference in the way that this car's performing? And any decent driver out there, Matty, will pretty well notice it straight away. And then it's it's all about getting to work on, on what adjustments you do need to make to what your setup was in 2023. First and foremost, you're trying to identify, does that still work for us or do we need to go make changes? So you quickly want to um, establish what impact those aerodynamic changes have had on the, on the balance of your car and, and fundamentally your base setup. Most teams out there will have a what, what they call a base setup, which is what they sort of like to roll out at most tracks with because they have a really good understanding of, of how the car behaves like that. So really you need to establish that straight away is how big a swing do we have to have at at the setup to make it feel like where we want it to be? Is Preferably, hopefully most of those teams and drivers, they haven't had to make too big a changes with, with the changes that we've seen in the off-season. So practice one, you know, it'll be all about, you know, getting a feel for, for how different the cars were when we were there in October last year. Uh, but there is another significant difference that the, the teams and drivers will have to face this year for the Bathurst 500, and that is the use of the Dunlop Control hard tyre. Last year at the Bathurst 1000, for the first time ever, we raced on the Dunlop soft tyre. So those two tyres react completely differently. So that'll be something that the teams have to concentrate on very quickly um, in, the, in the opening practice sessions, is just to see how that Dunlop hard tyre reacts with the Gen 3 car around Bathurst. Mm. How many drivers, and I'm putting you in this case, how many drivers you reckon come back after the first couple of laps or first practice session and go, gee, that felt great. I've got everything I need because you guys are inherently complaining about something. Well, I don't know too many drivers, and I'm talking um, for myself as well here, Maddie, who um, drives the perfect... Who, who, who gets in the car and says everything's absolutely perfect. So there's always areas that you can improve and that you're always striving to, to, to make better. So um, as, as a driver, you just, you're hopeful that you're not having to make big setup swings or changes, um, that you're just making fine, fine little ch changes. And, you know, sometimes we're talking one or two millimetres is enough of a change to get, to get the car exactly how you want it. And in reality, a one or a two millimetre um, change in ride height or, or whatever it is. It's we're, we're talking absolutely nothing in the in the normal world. You know, sometimes you can't even measure that. So um, that's how sensitive the cars are sometimes. Um, but that's that's the challenge of racing, and that's why we love supercars because it's so intensely close, and the competition is is always there, and you've got to be on top of your game. So um, you know, as soon as that green flag drops in practice one, um, everybody is there to do a job 
and they've got to execute absolutely perfectly all weekend if they if they want to have a strong result. Absolutely. Um, it's a pity that Brody Kostecki won't be there for round one. We don't know what's going to happen afterwards. I've spoken at length, Moff, about this on my program. It's it's a bad look for the championship, but unfortunately, this is a team and driver issue. As supercars would love to fix it, but it's a team and driver issue. Do you see Brody returning to the grid sometime this year? Yeah, that's a a really hard one to to comment on, Maddie, because you know it's it's just a terrible situation that um, Brody and, and and Erebus have found themselves in. And, and the thing that I look at it is who wins out of this situation. There are no winners. You know, the fact that the reigning champion of the of the Supercar Series is, is not there to defend his title at the opening round um, is a huge blow to the championship. There's there's no hiding away from that fact. But you know, I think of all the fans. Um, you know, I think of Brody himself. You know, clearly it would be um, a, a tough time for him um, heading into this weekend. But um, Let's just call it as it is. There's there's a difference of opinion between the driver and, and senior management in that team. And, you know, they haven't been able to come to a solution or a resolution to, to move on with things. So um, it's disappointing that um, our defending champion, Brody Kostecki, won't be on the grid for the opening round. But what it does do is, in my opinion, it just blows the title race wide open. If Brody Kostecki was rolling up on the grid this weekend, with the number one proudly on his um, Erebus Chevrolet Camaro, well, he would absolutely be the championship favourite. There's no no doubt about that. But with him not um, on th- there on the grid, in my opinion, this championship race is wide open. Um, you know, Erebus, being the champion team, they have two brand-new drivers. So those drivers are going to have to settle in quickly um, to that team and establish themselves as contenders or see if they can establish themselves as contenders in the title race. But, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. There's a number of quality drivers up and down the pit lane that um, will be thinking or heading into the year that this year is as good a shot as they've had to take out the championship. And it'll be fascinating to see how the year unfolds. Yeah, Todd Hazelwood and Jack LeBrock for Erebus this year. Of course, Will Brown in car 87 at Red Bull uh, for season 2024. And we'll just have to wait and see what happens with the Brody Kostecki drama. But that's the that's the side story to what will be the main event. And we'll be bringing it to you right here on SEN on Sunday. Looking forward to it, Moff. Thanks for your time this morning, mate. I'll see you Sunday. Absolutely looking forward to it. James thanks, Moffat joining us there. So he'll be alongside us in Supercars coverage from midday on Sunday. So we're on air all afternoon. Plenty of rugby league to get through as well. 12 till 6. Make sure you tune in for the Bathurst 500, the start of the season. one 300 one is my open line number. It's 17 minutes to 11.